Welcome to the Keep Playing podcast. It's all about what businesses can learn from sports. I really like sports. I'm a businessman and I've always been interested in sports. I find it fascinating to see what I can learn from athletes, no matter what sport they're in. I'm amazed about their determination, their hard work, creativity, and how they learn from mistakes. They never give up. They work well in teams, and the best ones keep going, no matter if things are good or bad. Hello, and welcome to episode 17. This episode is a bit different from the previous episodes. Today I will not discuss any specific sports events or any specific athletes. Instead, I will discuss why, when starting this podcast, I decided to focus on sports. Why sports? Or why not ballet? Why not music? Or any other domain? for that matter. Perhaps I should have discussed this in the very first episode instead of merely declaring my love for sports. But better late than never, I guess. Anyway, in this episode I will share with you all why key playing is about what businesses can learn from sports rather than from any other realm. All right. I love sports. I guess you already knew. Uh, Certainly if you have listened to just a few of the previous episodes. Indeed, I love many different sports. Not all, but most. In general, I prefer sports which take place outdoor, not indoor. But other than that, I'm not very critical. But perhaps even more important, And certainly when we discuss sports from a business perspective, I think there's so much business professionals can learn from athletes. Because I believe that sports has something unique to tell the world of business. In sports, the playing field is level and it's easy to see who comes out on top. But what sets the winner apart? It is not just talent or hard work, but also determination, creativity, and the ability to learn from mistakes. You see, sports is very transparent. It is normally clear who wins and who comes in second. And because athletes normally compete on the same playing field, it is easy to see who did better than everybody else. I mean, Professional cyclists, they ride on the same road in the same weather and they face the same headwind. Same with runners, football players, basketball and tennis players. The frame is the same. So what makes a winner? Well, of course, talent and preparation. Hard work never harmed any athlete's chances of winning the game. But. In professional sports, all athletes prepare and work hard. Today, hard work is not enough 
to win in itself. Hard work is probably more a ticket to be in the game than winning the game. It takes more to win. And this is where I think sports becomes interesting uh, to discuss in a business context among business professionals. Let me try to illustrate what I mean. In episode 16, Miracle on Ice, I discussed the US ice hockey team's win against the Soviet Union in the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York in 1980. Here we saw how determination, joy of the game, and lack of fear helped a team of amateurs beat the Soviet Union, which had won the gold medal in five out of the six previous Winter Olympic Games, and who were all-time favorites to win in Lake Placid again. But their sense of entitlement and their arrogance did them no good when facing a team of energetic and happy US players. We saw something similar in episode 13, where I discussed Italy playing South Korea in the Football World Cup in 2002. The Italians, they were ranked the sixth best football nation on the FIFA ranking. South Korea was ranked 40. The Italians almost seemed offended that they had to play this match or this game. Their arrogance was very clear. Playing Korea was just a walkover game. They probably never really took Korea seriously. But Italy lost 2-1. And after the match, they blamed the referee, they blamed FIFA, they blamed everybody. Instead of looking inwards, they looked for scapegoats. They never came to accept that Korea could beat the real stars. That was not in the script. I think business professionals can learn a lot from this. Never underestimate your opponent. Never take victory for granted. Never be complacent or arrogant. And never forget that energy, optimism, pure joy of being in the game can win any day against, on the paper, a stronger player. Or let me recap the learning from episode 12, where we met Sunderland AFC, a football club in the English Premier League being relegated two years in a row. So in just over 12 months, they found themselves in tier three rather than tier one. A pure catastrophe for Sunderland, a really hard nut to crack for everybody. But even in the darkest hour, their CEO, Martin Bain, displayed what I would call leadership resilience. Always a smile on his face when meeting his staff Monday morning after yet another loss on the pitch the day before. Always holding the door for others. Always looking people in their eyes always listening to their concerns, their ideas, and their worries. 
and always looking for solutions and new answers to a dire situation. Business professionals, are you listening? Be the next Martin Bain. Or how about Catherine Switzer, who decided to run against the rules at the time in the 1967 Boston Marathon? You see, in 1967, women were not allowed to participate. In fact, during her run, race manager Jock Semple repeatedly assaulted Miss Switzer, trying to grab her bib number and stop her competing. It was only when Switzer's then-boyfriend Thomas Miller shoved Semple to the ground that she was able to complete the race. So how is Catherine Switzer relevant in a business context? When businesses talk about disruption, most of the time, it is really more incremental change than deep change. Businesses are often too risk adverse to pursue deep change and embrace true disruption. They are often not prepared to run the risk, prepared to enter new territory where they are navigating in the blind or potentially face a hostile environment and face the consequences. Think about how brave was Catherine Switzer. In spite of the risk to her own personal safety, she decided to run and prove the organizer wrong when they claimed women are unfit and too frail to run a full marathon. Catherine Switzer broke all the rules and she prevailed. These stories show that there's more to winning than just talent or hard work. It takes determination, joy and a lack of fear to overcome challenges. I think that sports is quite different from other fields. And this is the reason why I did not choose music, ballet, theater, literature, or for that instance, art, as my source of inspiration. Perhaps there are stories hidden here. If so, I will let others pursue these stories. I will keep focusing on sports. I will keep playing. All right, time to end this episode. Let me do so with a suggestion. Dear business professional, be the next Catherine Switzer. Be the next Martin Bain. Be the next South Korea football team. And if not, at least then learn from them. You might want to start by listening to this podcast, Keep Playing. All right, that's all for now. End of episode 17. I hope to see you again in the next episode, where I will discuss yet another sports event and discuss what we as business professionals can learn from this. In episode 18, I will discuss Brazil's loss of the World Cup in 1982 in the final against Italy. One of the best World Cups, if you ask me. One of the best football matches ever. And, of course, I will discuss the relevance 
in a business context. I have chosen to call this episode When You Are Up Against Paolo Rossi. This time, a positive spin on Italian football. Until then, bye bye for now.